Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. This show is brought to you by TalkShoe, where anyone can create their own internet talk show. Check it out at T-A-L-K-S-H-O-E dot com. Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to the uh, next episode of Traveling to Italy. Uh, tonight we have an uh, exciting topic, as far as I'm concerned, because it's about food, and that's kind of what Italy's about in a, in a lot of ways. Uh, I think if I had my top ten things to do in Italy... There'd certainly be lots of museums and churches and squares and other things, but without a doubt, number one on my list uh, would be eating. Uh, I would say when I'm over there, I spend at least five or six hours, if not more, a day actually eating. Okay, so let's uh, let's get right into it. Um, we need to talk, as as you would expect, about uh, three meals. And what I'm going to do t- tonight, uh, I was originally just going to talk about Italian language, but I decided that you really have to understand how people eat in Italy uh, to to sort of get a a better, pardon the pun, flavor for the words, uh, for the food, uh, for the basically overall experience. So as I said, uh, there are three meals, uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, And what I'll do, by the way, on this show is translate some words as I go along, so hopefully you can learn some more Italian. So breakfast is colazione. Lunch is pranzo, P-R-A-N-Z-O, and dinner is cena, um, C-E-N-A. C again is the C uh, in in uh, English, and and some people actually would add a fourth course, uh, which is eating gelato, uh, which I certainly highly recommend you do at least once a day uh, when you go to Italy. Okay, uh, moving to the the first meal of the day, which is again colazione. In terms of what uh, Italians eat, in general, breakfasts are very simple. Uh, Now, having said that, it it does depend on really where you're staying when you go to Italy. Uh, If you're staying in an American hotel, uh, what I mean by that is one of the the brand-name hotels that you'd see in the United States, or frankly, any of the other uh, international um, brand-name hotels, generally a little more expensive, a a little uh, higher, higher class. On the, on the scale of, uh, of hotels, you may indeed get what we would refer to and they would refer to as an American breakfast. And, and what I mean by that is what you'd expect. You may get literally eggs and bacon and, and sausage, and um, they'll probably throw some salami and ham and, and just about anything else you can think of. But again, that is not typical. That is what you're going to get in an, in an American hotel. And as I said before, I certainly more enjoy the, uh, the Italian experience than I do having an American experience in Italy. Uh, the second and really other end of the spectrum is if you were to eat in an Italian household, and again, I, I lived in Italy for um, a couple of months, and one of those months was with an Italian family. 
breakfast of, was as, about as simple as you could possibly imagine. It was uh, bread rolls, uh, butter for the rolls, maybe some jam, and coffee um, or cappuccino. And, and that's pretty much it. Uh, I remember uh, after being uh, with the family for a few weeks, uh, they could certainly tell that uh, the kind of breakfast I was used to in America were certainly different. We had talked about that topic. And one day the Italian uh, mother in the house made, asked me if I wanted an, a fried egg, which I thought was absolutely wonderful. Uh, she fried it in about a quarter of an inch of olive oil, uh, which turned out to be wonderful, just one egg. And I kind of had to stand next to her to tell her how much to cook it because she was pretty much ready to give it to me after, uh, um, you know, 30 seconds or so. But again, a very, very simple is a typical Italian um, breakfast. And indeed, if you're staying in a, a lower-end hotel, I don't mean a bad hotel, but, but a lower-end pensione or, or mid-end pensione for that matter, um, you will probably receive a breakfast that's pretty similar to what's in an Italian household. So, um Breakfast in a typical uh, Italian fashion is, is not, uh, if you will, a gastronomic experience. Now, the third choice is really great, and this is what I did uh, several times when I was in Italy, uh, the last time with all the kids and my wife and everything, and it was, in my opinion, just a perfect way to experience uh, the breakfast or colazione, and that's to eat in a bar. Now, when I use the word bar, you're immediately going to start thinking of, you know, people, um, you know, up at the bar drinking alcohol, you know, that type of American bar. But a bar in Italy is very different. Um, they will serve, indeed, alcohol, but that's in the evening. But during the day, they're going to serve uh, sandwiches, potentially, um, of course, coffee, uh, drinks, um, even even small pizzas, uh you know, ice cream, uh, et cetera. So, so bars are very, very different kind of places. There's really no place in the United States that is, is equivalent to, to what they really have there. Now, if, in particular, if you can find a bar which is a little more on the, the word would be pasticceria, which is a bakery, if you will, is a pasticceria, but it's, it's more of a pastry shop, um, that's, that's absolutely perfect. And what you'll find in these small pastry shop bars are, um, you know, Dozens of Italians um, standing at the counter uh, drinking uh, their coffee and uh, or, or other drinks, uh, eating eating um, various pastries, uh, etc. And, and let me go over some of, some of those things here that you might want to um, drink. Uh, for example, first is the most obvious, which is caffè, the word for coffee. Now you may get espresso when you order coffee. Uh, if they know you're an American, they'll probably give you regular coffee. But in Italy, if you say cafe, often they're going to give you what we would call espresso. So if you want an American um, traditional type coffee with milk, etc., you're going to ask for a cafe americano, obviously American coffee, and, and that's an international uh, word for the kind of coffee that we drink. Uh, of course, if you say espresso, they will understand what you mean. Um, another one, which is, I think, definitely part of the English language right now, it's, it's probably high on the list in the dictionary of new words over the last uh, 10 years or so, and that's cafe latte, um, or as we say here, a latte. Uh, by the way, if you say latte in Italy, you will get a glass of milk, so it's probably not a good idea to just walk up and order a latte. Now, if you say cafe latte, you will get a drink that is very much 
milk uh, with a, a shot or two of espresso, which in, in the U.S. is sometimes it's made that way. But again, that's what you're going to get if you order a cafe latte um, or cafe con latte, which is coffee with milk. Uh, other things you might want to drink in the morning, uh, orange juice, which is suco, the word for juice, di arancia. Arancia, of course, orange, so orange juice. Another thing that I love to drink is that you really find here in, in, uh, in America is uh, grapefruit juice, and that's suco di pompello, pompelmo, a little difficult word to say. Let me say it again, pompelmo. Um, so suco di pompelmo is uh, grapefruit juice. They also have another drink that, that I discovered there, uh, mostly because someone else was drinking it, and I asked the, uh, the bartender what the person was drinking, and that is something called a spremuta, uh, S-P-R-E-M-U-T-A. A spremuta is juice mixed with seltzer water, uh, so it's sort of like an orange uh, soda, <laughs> if you will, but, but it doesn't taste really like soda. It's orange juice with the soda added, so it's, a, it's much better because they're using uh, fresh juices. Again, uh, you're going to order whatever pastries you want to go with this. Um, there's all sorts of other things. And By the way, I should say I mentioned that people will stand at the bar. It, there is a good reason for that. Uh, in addition to being on the run and trying to get to work or, or whatever you're trying to do that day, it is often in restaurants and bars and other places, and it's important to know this. It is more expensive to sit at a table than to eat at the counter, even if you eat exactly the same thing. So in essence, they're charging you for the pleasure of sitting at the table, and there will be waiter service, so you, you are paying more. And it can be considerably more, in particular in the tourist areas, so, so be a little careful. You may want to do like the Italians do and, and stand at the counter and have your, your drinks. Uh, of course, if you want to just uh, have your drinks in a, in a piazza, that's, that's great. Sit down and, and pay whatever it, ever it costs because it's a great experience. Okay, uh, moving on. The next uh, obvious meal to talk about is lunch, which is pranzo, P-R-N-Z-O, and Quite honestly, I'm not going to talk about lunch separately because lunch and dinner, which is cena, are actually pretty much the same meal. Uh, the difference being you may eat uh, less food for lunch than you do for dinner. Of course, uh, you can also eat the three-hour lunches, and you'll eat just about the same as you, you will at dinner. Um, so that's up to you. But, but in terms of your choices of food and the kinds of places you eat, it's pretty similar where you're going to eat pranzo and cena, which are lunch and dinner. Basically, there are three types of, of places you'll eat. Now, there may be more than that, but the three primary types. One is a pizzeria, which is pretty obvious what that is. A trattoria is a, typically a family-run restaurant, a little more casual. And then a ristorante is a restaurant, which is, you know, like any restaurant in, in the U.S., of course, except for the great Italian food. Um, there is a fourth place to eat, which I'll uh, discuss briefly at the end, which is to go into uh, the equivalent of an American deli and uh, it makes, a, makes a great lunch. And, and again, I'll, I'll talk about that. Now, one of the good things about uh, food in Italy and, and ordering food and, and, um, and, and figuring out what you want 
is that many of the words, not all of them certainly, but many of the words have infiltrated the English language, and we've all eaten at Italian restaurants. It's also become in vogue to put the Italian words on an Italian menu to, I guess, seem more chic or something. Um, but you will uh, understand some of these words as, as I go along. Uh, let's start with the basics, and, and the first one is the pizzeria. Uh, certainly, if you want to eat at a pizzeria every single day you're in Italy, you can't go wrong. Uh, the, the pizza is is simply fantastic, and it's it's different than you'll get in the United States. And, and let me say that that's important. In Italy, you're going to get uh, a very thin crust of pizza, um, very thin, and it's cooked in a coal-fired oven. And my understanding is a coal-fired oven, if you've ever seen one in the U.S., is is a, in the neighborhood of 1,200 to 1,500 degrees. So the pizzas cook extremely quickly. And, and naturally, they're, they're crisp. Uh, in addition, they don't use a lot of dough um, for the crust, so it's, it's very thin. Um, by the way, if you don't like uh, thin crust pizza, um, go back home and go to a, a pizza hut uh, because that's what you're going to go get in Italy, and, and I will guarantee that just about all of you will, will like the thin crust pizza. The obvious next question is, so what do I put on a pizza? Pizza. And as in America, the typical pizza comes with the tomato sauce and the mozzarella cheese. Uh, so you can assume that's on every pizza. It, it will frankly typically be listed on the, the various ingredients coming with the pizza. So assuming you're seeing a big, big list of, of pizza, and by the way, the word for menu is carte, C-A-R-T-E. Uh, carte is a card, uh, literally, so you're asking for the, the card of, uh, of the uh, the various things to eat. So let's talk about what you might put on a pizza. Um, first one is is the most interesting, um, which is the word pepperoni. Uh, we certainly all know the word pepperoni and have had pepperoni. Unfortunately, that is not the word in Italian for what we consider pepperoni. As it turns out, the word pepperoni in Italian means green peppers, or literally peppers, but most likely you'll get, you'll get green peppers. Uh, so if you see a pizza with pepperoni and you get surprised with some peppers, um, don't blame it on me because I have, I've already told you that pepperoni is, is really for uh, green peppers. So you might ask a question naturally, so what if I want pepperoni on my pizza? Well, frankly, you're, you're kind of out of luck because what we typically ref, uh, call pepperoni here in the States, there, there really isn't an exact equivalent uh, over in Italy. The closest you're going to get is salami, which is the word for salami, and it's it's salami. I mean, it's a, a typical you know Genoa like salami. Um, tastes great on pizza, but if you don't like salami on pizza, you know don't don't order this. Obviously, okay. Uh, other things you might like on pizza. Uh, one of my favorites is prosciutto. Prosciutto is is available, of course, here in the states. A prosciutto is a, a cured a ham. Uh, it doesn't taste anything like deli ham. And I recommend you try prosciutto on pizza. Also try prosciutto from a deli or any place else you can get it. It's, uh, it's certainly one of the, the best um, cold cuts or uh, things to order in a deli. Other words that are similar, similar uh, oliva is the word for olive, or olive, which is spelled just like olive, is the plural for, for olive. So that's a good thing to order. Um, mushrooms, um, this is a fun word, fungi. So you can think of the word fungus, may not be too appetizing, but it might be easy to remember the word mushrooms, which is fungi. 
Um, salsiche, uh, a little difficult word to pronounce, salsiche is sausage. Uh, again, it'll be fresh sausage, so you're not going to get the kind of stuff that uh, may be in typical American places. This is going to be an excellent sausage. Um, uh, aglio is garlic, um, typically already put on the pizza, but there may be an additional one. Uh, carciofi is artichokes, which I happen to love. Some people have, you know, would think that's disgusting to put artichokes on a pizza, but I think it's wonderful. Uh, a couple of other types of pizzas. Uh, you will see some uh, called quattro formaggio, which means four cheeses. And there are four different types of cheeses that are put on the pizza. And it's, if you do like cheese and more of kind of a white pizza, what we call in the States, um, quattro formaggio is a great thing to order. I should uh, also mention uh, marinara, which is what you might expect if you've ordered marinara here in the States. That's basically just with tomato sauce and uh, a plain no-cheese pizza. And the last thing I will say, and, and this may sound weird to, to a lot of people out there, but I've seen this on some menus. Um, I would never have ordered it had I not seen it in a pizza next to me at the other table. But a, an egg, actually the equivalent of a fried egg, cracked in the center of the pizza and cooked, and obviously becomes just like a fried egg. And the word for egg, by the way, is uova. So if you see that, that's a lot of fun. And um, I don't know if you've ever had uh, eggs and ketchup or something, that, you know, it's probably a similar, similar taste or something like that. Okay, um, before, I, before I move on, I want to uh, stop for a second and do have a few um, Italian words which are important, just very few, and then we'll move back, right back into the food. Um, you, you may be wondering, how do I order something? So a guy comes up to you and, and asks you in Italian, you know, what do you want? And you look at him strangely and you say, pizza, uh, or pizza con funghi. And, you know, in America, if somebody said, what do you want? And you just said, pizza. You know, you'd, you'd like to say a little more than that, like, I'll have a pizza or I'd like a pizza or whatever. So there are a few different ways, as there are in America. Um, Probably the best one I've found, and it, it, it's actually an advanced uh, tense in Italian, so it makes you sound uh, a little smarter, is the word vorrei, V-O-R-E-I, vorrei. And that means I would like. So vorrei una pizza, I would like a pizza. Uh, other ways to say it would be voglio, which just means I want a, a little, you know, you can say that in an American restaurant, what would you like, I, I want a pizza. Um, a little less formal, but it gets the point across. Um, another way to say it is posso avere, can I have, or avro, which is I'll have. So frankly, voglio, I want, for a, I would like, posso avere, can I have, and avro pretty much will get you the same stuff. Uh, so in, in any case, those, that's a, a nice way to order, again, in Italian. All right, let's move on to uh, lunch and dinner. Um, pretty much a trattoria and ristorante are going to be somewhat similar in the, the way that they uh, serve the meals. Um, and an Italian meal, if you had literally a full Italian meal, all the courses, uh, you're looking at six to seven cor different courses. Um, now, certainly Italians don't expect you to eat all six courses, although they will certainly ask you if you would like to have the next course. And if they see you're American, they'll figure out that you probably don't want six courses because most Americans don't. Um, I've had many six-course meals there, uh, and uh, you know, every course is as good or better than the next. Um, so let's let's talk about that. 
And uh, before we get into the first course, uh, let's deal with what most waiters will first want to ask you, as they do here in any restaurant, which is what do you want to drink, or da bere, to drink. Um, typical things to drink, uh, aqua minerale is mineral water, very popular. Um, two, two words, are, or two expressions which are kind of funny in my opinion. If you say con gas, that means with gas. Sensa gas means without gas. Uh, sounds like a strange word, but in essence, the gas is, is you know, is, do you have bubbles in the water or not? Uh, so con is with, sensa is, is without. Um, same stuff, basically, uh, with the exception that mineral water over in Italy truly has a lot of minerals uh, in it, unlike some of the, the uh, stripped-down water we, we find here in the States. Uh, I mentioned zucca di arancia, other types of juices. Cafe is coffee. Um, simple thing, the word Coke, they'll understand Coke, frankly, but Coca is, is how an Italian would say it. Uh, una Fanta, Fanta, as, as some of you remember, is, is a brand, but it, it's a very popular brand in Italy. So when you say I want a Fanta, it'll typically mean uh, I would like a soda, which um, is, they'll tell you the flavors and, and things like that. You can have an orange soda or, or what have you. Um, and, of, and, of course, uh, the two most important words to, to know when you're asked to what to drink are birra, which is beer, and vino, which is wine. Uh, vino rosso is red wine. Vino bianco is white wine. Uh, the name Bianca, uh, obviously like Bianco. Uh, rosso is red. Okay, let's go on to the first course. And, and I should say that all this stuff we're talking about, you're going to be eating for two, three hours plus here. And it's, um, again, this is indeed a gastronomic experience is to have a, a full meal uh, in, in Italy. It's, it's a, as I say, one of the main reasons to go there. So the first course, as you probably think, is antipasto. Um, by the way, in Italian, the exact word is antipasta, with an A at the end. And the reason for that is antipasta literally means before pasta. Now, you're going to find all kinds of things on antipasto. Uh, you'll find uh, tuna, which is tonno, uh, with, with olive oil. Uh, may have salami, uh, prosciutto e melone, which is uh, prosciutto with melon. Uh, you'll see beans, which is frog, uh, fagioli, uh, all, all sorts of stuff. And um, so, yeah, I won't go into all the details there, but there'll be a, a, a lot of different varieties of, of antipasto. Uh, the second course, uh, sometimes called primo or first, kind of strange, but it is called that, is is one of two things. And typically Italians don't eat both soup and pasta, but they're more an alternative. So a soup or zuppa, um, some of the uh, more popular soups are pasta e fagioli, which is uh, what we call in America pasta vazul, which is a pasta and bean uh, soup. Um, by the way, the word minestra also means soup, and that's how we get the word minestrone uh, here in America. Minestrone is actually not a type of soup. Um, if you saw the word minestrone, it would just mean soup. Um, other types of soup, a very popular one is zuppa di verdura, uh, which is a vegetable soup. Um, uh, I've had that many, many times there. Uh, some, some regional specialties in the Florence area there's a great soup called uh, ribolita, uh, and the ribolita is is kind of a, 
it's almost a concoction, and there's tomatoes and potentially potatoes. They typically put uh, crusted bread in it, uh, vegetables, um, great, great soup. And, and if, if you like uh, pasta but want it in a soup format, um, you can have some tortellini in brodo. Brodo means broth, so tortellini soup. Okay, so we got the, we got the zuppas. Now we're going to move on to the pastas. And as you would expect, um, you name it, uh, they got it. There's, there's dozens and dozens and dozens of variety of pastas, both in terms of types of pasta as well as um, what you put on the pasta and the sauces and things like that. Let's go over some of the basics. Um, the most simple pasta is pomodoro. Pomodoro is the word for tomato, so that is our equivalent of, of tomato sauce or spaghetti sauce on pasta. A great um, pasta, which is typically um, more north of Rome, Umbria, uh, Florence, up to Milan, is uh, panna, P-A-N-N-A, and panna is it's kind of a, a thick cream uh, sauce, more like a, when I say cream, I mean like a heavy cream with cheese in it, and which makes it, and it's cooked, and it makes it thicker, and uh, sounds really, really simple. Um, often tortellini alla panna is, is served. Um, which brings up the word tortellini, which you should know if uh, you probably have had that in the past. Um, different parts of Italy eat different types of tortellini. Primarily, um, it's either a meat or it's a cheese-based tortellini, so you, you may have to ask that or order it and, and find out. Um, ravioli is ravioli. That's easy. Lasagna is lasagna. Uh, you may see two types of lasagna. One is al forno. The word forno means oven. Think of the word furnace. Uh, lasagna al forno is just literally lasagna in the oven. You may also see lasagna di verdura, which is a vegetable lasagna, and, and obviously doesn't have any meat in it. Um, if you see the word ragu, which is the same word as the popular spaghetti sauce in the States, ragu is just the word for spaghetti sauce. <laughs> so al ragu is, is a real simple and, and one last one that I'd like to mention is a primavera. And you've probably seen pasta primavera here in the States, which is a pasta with uh, a lots of different vegetables. It just depends on the time of year and, and uh, what they have in the restaurant. By the way, the word primavera means spring. Uh, so um, pasta primavera literally means uh, the pasta of the spring, which is, you know, you can think of when the flowers and vegetables and everything is, is growing. Okay, well, let's move on to the next course, um, the seconde, or second. And this is the meat course. Um, popular meats are a veal or vitello, a pork, porco, looking pretty easy, uh, chicken or polo, P-O-L-L-O, not to be pronounced like Spanish, which is pollo. Um, they may not understand what you're talking about, so just pronounce all the letters as you do in, in, it, in most Italian words, um, polo. Um, carne is the word for meat, by the way. Uh, another uh, meat you may see in particular is there's a uh, regional specialty, um, which is bisteca alla Fiorentina, which is beefsteak in Florence, or a, a Florence style, which is basically a T-bone steak uh, cooked with olive oil and, and some seasonings. Okay, so we get the second course. Now, you, you may have said, well, wait a minute, that, that's not a course there. Uh, I didn't actually eat anything with my meat. So if you want, you can have your vegetables with your meat, but the traditional is actually to have your vegetables after uh, the meat. And there's 
dozens of different types of, of vegetables. Again, they're ordered second, I should say, separately from the, the meat course. Um, you know, there's, there's beans, there's, there's broccoli, there's uh, spinach, um, you know, all, all sorts of different vegetables that you can, you can have. And again, the Italians will eat that as a separate course, uh, which I do because what the heck, I might as well eat like the Italians do when I'm there. And or of course you can order it, um, you know, with with the uh, meat. And one thing I should uh, stop and say for a second is, uh, you can eat, and you should feel like you can eat any way you want to. And just because it, in Italy there are you know six courses, uh, doesn't mean you need to all six courses. Doesn't mean you need to eat them in the order of the courses. Um, you may want to just have meat. You may want to just have pasta. You may want vegetables with your um, your pasta or with your meat or, or what have you. Um, so that's, uh, you know, like I said, you sort of can do what you want. Uh, one thing I did skip over, which I, I should mention about eating in, in Italian restaurants, um, there is, is a charge which seems very strange, and it can range uh, anywhere from a dollar to five dollars. And uh, in Italian, it's, it's pane e coperte, copetta, and and that means cover charge and bread, <laughs> and it, it's sort of an extra charge that you'd never see on a uh, a bill here in the states. And it, it may seem a little strange, but it's very typical, especially in restaurants. Uh, Trattorias will even do it, so don't don't be surprised to see a little extra a charge. It's not really a service charge, um, but it's uh, an extra charge. Okay, so we're done with the vegetables. Uh, the next course is salad, uh, or or insalata. That's pretty similar, so we should be able to remember that. There are typ typically just two types of salads if you're eating in a in a, a pure Italian restaurant. Again, if it's a more Americanized Italian, there may be other types of salads. But salads in Italy are not like the salad bars we have here in the United States. They're not like the restaurants which have 20, 30 different kinds of salads in every combination. Salads there are pretty simple things. You got two choices. You got insalata verde, which is a green salad, and that's it. You're getting lettuce. Okay? And there's an insalata misto, which means mixed. And uh, you may get some, some shredded carrots, uh, some tomatoes, if you're lucky, some olives. Uh, but it's not going to be a heck of a lot of different things in the insalata mista. So, so what makes... Italian salad so good, well, it, it's it's pretty simple. It's got nothing to do with the stuff. It has to do with what you put on the stuff. And the olive oil, of course, as, as you would expect in Italy, is wonderful. And that's what you're getting. You're getting great olive oil, great vinegar uh, to put on the, the relatively simple salads. And again, this, this course is it's almost like an after course in the sense that it's, it's done at this time, frankly, to aid digestion. Um, and, and that's why they eat their salads at the end. But you know, we eat our salads at the beginning, so so you know, who knows which is is the right move. Um, uh, by the way, the word for olive oil is olio di oliva, which is um, oil of the olive. And, and by the way, you may notice in a lot of Italian words that the adjective comes after the noun, and that is typical in all Romance languages um, like French, Italian, Spanish, etc. So vino rosso is wine red, but to them it means red wine. 
Um, so that's that's one of the uh, the things about the Italian language that uh, you need to know uh, if you're going to speak uh, a bit more Italian than than I be, I'll be teaching you. Okay, so last course, <laughs> uh, we're we're finally at the end, and uh, it gets even better. And this is a course which is dessert, or the word dolci. And uh, dolci, there are lots of different types. Um, you'll see gelato on on menus. Uh, you'll see a very interesting um, dessert called torta della nonna. A little hard to describe, but it literally means a grandma's cake, and it's it's sort of a a cake with um, a, a mixture of different um, kind of creams and and things like that on it. it it's a, it really is hard for me to describe, but but it is wonderful. Uh, tiramisu, you've probably heard that word. It's pretty much the same as we have in the states, except ten times better. Uh, there may be various types of cakes. Torta is the word for cake or tort, the word you might you you certainly would know. So torta, and um, there's also another one called zuppa di inglese, and that's another one that's hard to describe, and that means literally English soup. Uh, it's got nothing. It is not soup, but it is a, a wonderful uh, dessert. Okay, so we've we've now finished our six course meal, and we're completely stuffed. Um, Again, I, I'd probably say this is a seventh course. Uh, in my opinion, I would go ahead and eat the dolce, don't eat the gelato, and then go out to a gelateria, which is the place they serve gelato, and uh, eat some great ice cream. So that could be even a, a seventh course if you're strolling around the evening. Now, I did mention that, that there was a fourth uh, thing I would talk about in terms of where to eat in, in Italy. I mentioned the pizzerias, the trattorias, the ristorante, but a great way to to eat and and really just kind of get in the culture and you almost feel like you're eating you know thousand two thousand years ago is to go into what we would call a deli. Um, it, it's a place that is serving uh, cold cuts, cheeses, uh, drinks, uh, things like that. I think it's a great idea to go and, and get a bunch of stuff. Uh, hang out in a piazza, on a church steps, on a bench, uh, wherever you want. So you're going to find in a deli, frankly, the same things you'd find here in uh, in the United States in a typical Italian deli. You're going to see a salami, and you're not going to see one type of salami. You're going to see probably a dozen types of salamis. So just point at the one that looks good, and, and you'll be in good shape. Um, a, an interesting story was I was in Bologna one time, and I asked for salami, uh, nothing, no adjective, just said salami. And I, uh, I went, I turned around to, uh, to get some water and, and some bread in the, uh, in the shelves, and I came back, and she was cutting what you might call mortadella or bologna. And then I kind of figured out pretty quickly that the word bologna is spelled the same in English as it is in Italian, but bologna means Bologna, which is a place. So in essence, when you say salami in Bologna, you mean the kind of salami they make and eat in Bologna, which is this mortadella or a large uh, bologna type thing. So that's, it's always fun to, to learn new things and have different experiences. A prosciutto is a great thing to order. Um, formaggio, which is cheese, uh, Provolone, uh, Fontina, Fontinella, Gorgonzola, there's all types of cheeses. Um, I'm frankly not a real expert even in cheeses' names in, in, uh, in English, but I would suggest that uh, you, again, point and, point and click and uh, try a bunch of different cheeses. 
uh, olive olives, a uh, nice thing to order. Uh, and the two critical things, you got to have aqua, which is water, and the most critical thing of all is is vino, uh, which is wine. Uh, make sure, by the way, if you go to Italy or, or forget it, it's okay. Just You have to have a corkscrew with you at all times. I uh, I did something really fun one time when I was there for a couple of weeks. I, I carried with me, literally at all times, a bottle of wine. And whether it was... Um, Still corked or uncorked, it was still there in my in my back not my backpack, but I had kind of like a little day pack. And I also got a, a, about a half dozen plastic cups. And when I was somewhere, and that somewhere might be the steps of a church, I, I remember doing it on a bus, uh, on a train. Uh, I would take out my wine and start drinking it, um, and then I would offer wine to whoever was sitting next to me. And in every single case, they accepted the wine, and it was a fantastic way to meet people. Uh, so you, you know, be friendly. I guess is is kind of the message there, and 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 carry wine. Um, maybe uh, maybe that'll get you somewhere here in the states too. I'm sure it's an easy easy way to make friends. Well, that's uh, that's pretty much about it for for tonight. Hopefully, I've given you uh, again, pardon the word, a flavor for for eating in Italy, for the types of things you'll eat. Uh, I hope you've learned some Italian words along the way uh, to make your experience more more Italian. And again, I, as I said before, I, I really encourage you to to use any and all words you know in Italian, uh, you'll be treated much better, frankly, in restaurants. And if you do uh, speak Italian, they'll be they'll be much more friendly and and stuff like that. Uh, just going here over some things, making sure I covered everything, and and I think that's it. So, uh, ciao to everyone, and buon fortuna, which means um, good luck. Uh, signing off. This is Jules. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.